It's 11 minutes after 8 p.m. and uh, you tuned in to Metro FM Talk here on the Mighty Metro. Uh, we go into our SMME exchange now and uh, we bring you the segment every Tuesday taking a look at what's happening in the small business ecosystem. And uh, as I said when we started the show this evening, and uh, this evening we're taking a look at the cooperative financial institution sector. Now CFIs uh, or cooperative banks are seen as a way for, I guess, uh, stock fails, savings groups, credit and savings unions and others uh, to make their foray into the world of financial services and into the world of banking. Now, uh, towards the end of last month, the Prudential Authority within the South African Reserve Bank released a list uh, of uh, cooperative financial institutions. And uh, we're going to be talking to one of those institutions that was on that list uh, this evening. And uh, the name of that one is Ndlovugazi Yawazulu Cooperative Bank. And their secretary, Zanele Kanyele, joins me now on the line. Sis Zanele, good evening to you and welcome. Good evening and good evening to the listeners. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you so much for taking time out uh, to speak to us. And uh, congratulations on uh, getting your registration uh, uh, with the Prudential Authority uh, approved. Uh, we saw you guys receive your license from July of this year. So uh, certainly that's yes. still quite recent. Uh, uh, congratulations. And let, may, maybe let's thank start you. off here. Um, how, how did you guys come together uh, as in Tlofugaz uh, Zulu uh, uh, grouping? Uh, even before we even get to you guys becoming a cooperative bank, um, you guys had come together already. Uh, you'd come together for what s- specifically? Okay, we had come together as business women. It started off with women that were in construction. Our chairperson is one of the ladies in construction and she's a founding member. So they had come together to form a sort of stock sell or raise funds and, and uh, form a bank sort of. But then they couldn't get the, to the requirements of the Reserve Bank. And then they mm-hmm. opened it up to women in different sectors. So it's business women and women who are aspiring to be in business. So that's how we, we started. So we started our journey in, in 2018, January, where we came together to do a formation meeting. This is just a meeting of interested parties. And it seemed um, there was a great buy-in from that time. And we've been going through it uh, up until now when we got finally got our license in July. Mm-hmm. And Aaron, just talk to me, I guess, about uh, coming together in the way that you guys did. I mean, on the one hand, yes, you, you might have wanted to pull your deposits and put them together. But as business people, uh, you might have also wanted to come together and be able to lend to each other. Because we know, I mean, in the world of business, cash is king. Uh, talk to me about, uh, I guess, the idea of moving from just being a stock fell to now becoming a cooperative financial institution, uh, and uh, maybe what the dream is. Uh, do you want to become a mutual bank or even a commercial bank? The dream is quite big. We do want to end up there. But uh, however, when we started, it, it was based on seeing that uh, with the, the, the regulations and the requirements of the banks now are quite difficult and quite stringent for business people to to meet when you have a when you have a contract or a job that you need to fulfill as a business person it's very difficult to get funding right now and you have a client waiting for you to service so we had been as business people lending each other money but in an informal way in a, a stock mm-hmm. kind of way with high interest rates that are determined by how much we want to make nothing regulated and therefore from there on we realized that if, if if the money that circulates around us as stock sales and the money that circulates around us as women borrowing each other money 
and making sure that our businesses are, are staying open because that's another thing. Once you, you are unable to get finance from the bank, it's very difficult to grow your business from then on. And then those are the struggles that just business people have. So that's where mm. we started. And then that's what we wanted to do amongst ourselves, to be able to lend amongst ourselves and also to just cultivate the culture of savings. With us, our membership starts from um, from children. If you have, uh, we have families that have grandchildren who are four years old up to the grandmothers who are 75 years old. They're all members. All the women in that family are members with the aim that the children will carry on the business that the mother is doing now or the grandmother is doing now, or they'll be able to start their own businesses when they're older mm. because they start mm. saving at that age. By the time they finish university, they have capital to start their business, which we never had an opportunity to have, sure, which we, sure, ne- sure. we were not exposed to such things. And therefore, we just wanted to change the financial landscape now and make mm-hmm. sure that going forward, it is changed and it is, it is conducive for anyone who, any woman who wants to get into business, grow their business. And that's how we, that's, that, that's the aim. And then going forward, um, we've just finished a webinar now with our chairperson indicated that we are at, at the entry level of, of, of the banking sector at the Reserve Bank. Yes, CFI is yes. the entry level. And we intend growing through the stages. The next step is um, the cooperative bank. And then we want to have our own banking platform. Currently, we're still using a platform of a commercial bank. So we want to get to a stage where in our members don't need to deposit at a commercial bank, but rather are depositing mm. with us at Lovogazi. And we are, the money is moving amongst ourselves. And then get to mutual bank and get to commercial banks. Commercial banks started sure, somehow. Sure. They started at some point in time. One day people came together, had a meeting and started this. That's how we are, we are seeing it. That we may not see it in our lifetime. Hopefully we do. But our children and grandchildren will see it get to that point. Wow. Fascinating story mm-hmm. here. And uh, uh, I mean, uh, Zanele, it's certainly inspiring to hear you speak in the way that you're speaking, which is uh, really this for you is about the intergenerational transfer of wealth. It's also about the intergenerational mm. transfer of power uh, between, yes, uh, uh, you know, Abantu West Mame that have come together uh, under this grouping. And I want us to pause here for a second. We're going to take a quick mm. spot break. When we come back, I want you to talk me through the process of being able to set up as a cooperative financial institution. Uh, some of the boxes you had to tick, the information, the documents you had to put together uh, in order for you okay. to be able to uh, complete the application uh, with the South African Reserve Bank. And as Mrs. Sanele said, I mean, this is the starting point. It's the first stage uh, towards becoming a bank. It's uh, the first registration stage within the Reserve Bank uh, framework and uh, certainly a fascinating story here of the Ndlovogaz Yawazulu Women's Financial Services Co-op. Let's take this brief break and when we come back we'll continue with uh, Sanele Kanye. 20 minutes it is after 8pm. It's the SMME Exchange here on Metro FM Talk. We bring it to you every week where we take a look at uh, what's happening in the world of small business and uh, that ecosystem. And this evening, fascinating story about a, a group of uh, uh, ladies in the world of business who came together to uh, initially create a stock fell and uh, then thereafter cooperative and now they've set up 
a uh, cooperative financial institution registered with the Prudential Authority in uh, South Africa, uh, which is with the uh, South African Reserve Bank. And uh, I'm in conversation with your secretary here, uh, secretary of the Ndlovukazi Yawazulu Women Financial Services Co-op, Usisanele uh, Kanyele. Usisanele, talk us through the process you followed to register, because many people who are listening to us might be organized in a form of a credit or savings union or a stock fell or any other savings vehicle. And uh, they might be saying, we also want to start this journey of becoming a CFI or cooperative bank and right through to maybe becoming a mutual bank or, and then later on a commercial bank. Uh, how did you get involved in this process and, and what were some of the things that you had to do in order to register? Okay, um, for us the process took long because um, during the process, like I say, it, we started in, 2000, in 2018. During the course of 2018, then there was a change from, um, there was a change within the Reserve Bank, which was legislative changes that happened. So therefore, it got delayed a bit. However, the requirements are that you have, you become a group of 200 people and you have to have something that's common within yourself. Uh, okay. With us, it's, it's women one of them, and it's also women in business and women aspiring to be in business. So um, you have to have, like we have an association where we had before, the social where we were borrowing each other money. So that's mm. how with us it started. So that's the first, that's the first requirement that there should be 200 of you and there should be something common amongst yourselves. And you need to have a 100,000 to be able to, to then register a CFI. And then there's also other um, legislative requirements. You need to have a board. You need to have had a formation meeting, which is a meeting of interested parties. And you need to prove that you have uh, you have had that involved because they're trying to avoid a situation wherein one person who has 100,000 then goes and registers a CFI. Yes, and then there is yes, no yes. economic participation and there is no, um, it's just one person doing it for themselves, having their own bank. However, with us, we have to prove that we have this number of people and these people are all active. They have met and selected a board and that's the board that's running and there are committees that have to be in place that are running the, 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 the show and are active. And also with the board members, they have to go through stringent um, vetting of the, of the Reserve Bank wherein they check your credit history, criminal history and all of that mm. so that you are a fit and proper person to be running a financial organization. So that's what the process is. And then you have to have policies, lending policy, uh, savings policy, a constitution, a business plan. And you have to go through a whole exercise with the Reserve Bank whether our business plan is viable for the kind of people that we are. They don't mm. just want a business plan that's just generic. Because we had said sure. to them, we are women, we are in business, and they were saying, where are the business loans on your business plan? Where are the business mm. savings products on your business plan? How is this going to address the need that you guys said, presented to us as, this is the need that we see? So how are you addressing that? That's what our business plan had to, had to have. And we, we, that, that's the process that we have gone through. And then we have to go through FISCA for market conduct. And we are still going through NCR now just to get um, approval for, to be able to issue out loans in the near future. Because currently the Reserve Bank license that we have, it's, it's a deposit-taking license. 
And then once you have a deposit taking license, then you can apply for NCR. And we can't land outside of NCR. So we can't do what we were doing before, like a machinista where we're trying to, how we do in stock files, we determine the interest rates according to sure, sure, whatever sure. it is. So within, now everything is within the legislative framework. So, so can people that are not members or people that are not your shareholders, can they come yes. to you once you get your NCR in order and everything else? Can they come and borrow money or can they even deposit with you guys? No, they cannot. We, we, we only transact with members. So it's only okay. our members that can save and only our members that can loan money. And with mm. us, our policy is very clear. Members, they need to start saving. So as it is now, because our deposit-taking license, our members can start saving already. And once they are saving, and we, we have a savings product that compiles our savings where in, each member has to save a minimum of 100 rand. And it's uncapped, a maximum of however much they want. And then they can then get a loan afterwards. But that's, we can only transact with members who are our shareholders. Mm, mm, mm. Yes. Let, let's talk about how one would become a member. Uh, so your shareholding is exclusively for women of all ages and nationalities who are intending to save for a specific purpose, which is either to start a business or to expand an existing business. Now... At least that gives us a sense of who would become a member. How, how do they go yes. about becoming a member? How much money would they have to put down? Okay. Um, our, our, our association with Nandiga Pepe, which is the organization that, that was there already, wherein we were just borrowing each other money, it still exists. Okay. We, we, we still have that organization for mentoring purposes, for sharing business information, mm. for collaborative uh, business ventures. So that organization still exists. You have to be a member of that organization before you can buy shares into Nintendrofugaji into as a shareholder into the CFI. So to be a member of Nandiga Pepe, you need to pay a once-off training fee of 500 rand. And then there is an annual membership fee. Our membership is renewable annually for 500 rand as well. And then once you are a member of Nandi, then you can buy shares into the Bugaz, which is a CFI, and the shares are 5,000 mm. 5, rand, sorry. And then you are a full member. Okay, all right. So, so, so this is fascinating because what it suggests is that you could be a member of Nandi Gapepe, but not necessarily a member of the CFI. Uh, so you would yes. still need, I yes. guess, to, to put in that 5,000 rand in order for you to be able to be a member yes. of the CFI. And then the CFI, that, uh, maybe... Yeah, 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 please go ahead. Sorry, I was just saying that without having members that are in, in Nandiga Pepe that are not necessarily yet shareholders in Tindrobugazi, yes. is, is our sustainability plan with regards to the Reserve Bank. Because we, need, we needed to show them that this is our growth plan. So we're constantly mm -hmm. recruiting members to come and join Nandiga Pepe. And then once they are interested, then they can get shareholding into Tindrobugazi and become shareholders. Okay, all right. You guys have a very high-powered uh, governance structure here. I mean, uh, some of your members are people who are running, you know, verification agencies, doctors, uh, you yes. know, uh, serial entrepreneurs, business people yes. in their own right, uh, people working in the education sector. Uh, talk to me about some of, I guess, what has brought you together here, what you've learned in this process. I mean, uh, even from the early days of just lending each other money right now to having built 
this uh, CFI here, which is hopefully going to now become a cooperative bank uh, that is even lending out to its own members? Okay, for, for me, uh, going through the whole process, um, we, I've, I've learned quite a lot from the members that we have, from the members that we had in the beginning. In the beginning, we had people that had, that had no faith at all because when we started, our chairperson, who's the founder, introduced this thing to us that none of us knew anything about. And therefore, we had to do research and find out what it is. And she even had to do research and read about it. And we had a lady from Treasury come and present to us and tell us what it is. So we had mm. to learn from then on that uh, you can actually form a group and participate in the country's economy and be included without just uh, being a, a, a transacting with any commercial bank and have your own mm. bank. And also with, with the kind of women and the caliber of women that we have, we, 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 we are so fortunate that they all volunteer their services. There's, most of them have been in sure. businesses for so long, and most of them have uh, high-ranking businesses, chartered accountants, doctors, um, and they are willing to share information. They're willing to share their skills. They're willing to share what they dream of. We had, uh, at our AGM last year, we had one of the doctors telling us that she just wishes for the day where they will come together as women doctors and build a hospital mm. in Kaiser and mm. or somewhere in, in in the province. And those are the things that they dream about, that our members collaboratively from different sectors come together and are able to do. And then use people that are within our, within our group, within our members. They will use them to be um, consultants with architects. And consul- mm. we have every service within the group. We have a networking group wherein all the members can, can, can share what their products are, what it is, what business they are in, and then we are able to trade within each other and buy from each other. Where members are saying, this is what I do, ladies. Caterers come together when they have big events, they come together and say, let's collaborate and tackle this. Because we don't mm. want to have situations wherein... Uh, our businesses are not sustainable. Our businesses yeah, yeah. can be sustainable and we have the information and we need to share it with each other. We don't want sure. to have a situation uh, where uh, I'm the richest first black person. I think we've passed that phase where I'm the first mm. black person to have done this. I'm the first woman yeah. to have done this. Now we just need to lift each other up, empower each other and grow. And if the table is too small, add more chairs, bring more women in and get it bigger. That's, hey, that's what we're all about. Fascinating mm. stuff. This is really, really inspiring. And uh, thank you very much for t- taking time out to uh, speak to us this evening here on Metro FM Talk. Suzanne uh, 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 the Secretary of uh, a very fascinating entity here in Lovgaz Yagwazulu, Cooperative Financial Institution, talking to us for our SMME exchange.